Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I've received many emails, and you follow if you follow me on Twitter, at The Roy Green Show, you've seen suggestions that we talk with Jay Hill, who's the leader of the Maverick Party. It's a national creation after combining all of the Wexit parties. And Maverick is going to run candidates only from the Ontario-Manitoba border on West. And this week, Maverick submitted proposals for constitutional amendments in order to keep Canada united. And as I understand it, if the federal government fails to adopt the amendments, Maverick would opt for separation from Canada by the Western provinces, sort of the Western Canadian version of the Bloc Québécois. Jay Hill is the leader of the Maverick Party and former uh, Canadian Conservative Party of Canada MP and House leader in the Stephen Harper government. Jay, thank you for coming on the show. Did I explain this properly, what the objectives of the Maverick Party are? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we have uh, what we call our twin-track mission statement, which involves either uh, substantive constitutional change uh, to the way in which uh, Canada is governed or uh, work towards independence for Western Canada. And and the party was formed from the various um, aspects of the Wexit movement. That's correct, yeah. So where does your support come from, and how much support do you sense that you have, actual support that you have, within the Western Canadian provinces? How much interest is there in the Maverick Party? Well, the greatest, as you might suspect, uh, Roy, is in Alberta and Saskatchewan and sort of the heartland of, of uh, the Wexit movement. Uh, the Wexit movement, by the way, still does exist. Uh, what we did was uh, we took the Wexit Canada federal party that had applied for registration, and we've changed the name as of September to Maverick. So we're the Maverick Party uh, now, and as you say, we're only going to run in the West. Uh, we're uh, organizing uh, electoral district associations, or formerly called riding associations, uh, in all four western provinces. And as I already said, I think the, the greatest support is where the Conservatives are strongest. And that's not unlike uh, when reform started back in the mid-1980s and ultimately grew to be a federal force to be reckoned with. Uh, that they were strongest uh, where the progressive conservatives had their base. And we expect the same with Maverick. Now, you were a key member of Reform, also the Canadian Alliance, if I remember this correctly. And, of course, you held senior cabinet positions in Stephen Harper's conservative governments, federal governments. Given your political experience, why did you take on the leadership of Maverick? What makes it, what makes it attractive and appealing to you? Well, I think it came home in stark terms, Roy, uh, after the 2019 election of just over a year ago, when it was very clear that Central and Eastern Canada re-elected Justin Trudeau. And uh, what became evident to uh, many, many Westerners then uh, was that uh, Central Canada in particular had didn't seem to have any trouble with the scandals and the uh, corruption of the existing Liberal government under Mr. Trudeau, and they re-elected him. And uh, whereas the West, especially Alberta and Saskatchewan, as I said, completely locked out uh, liberal representation. And it became very clear to me that it was a great example, a very sad example, of why Confederation doesn't work. And uh, that is that uh, people in central Canada, at least the ones that uh, elect members of parliament, 
predominantly don't think like Westerners do. Uh, they don't. Uh, they're not part of the same culture, and and uh, they don't have the same philosophy when it comes to conservatism, and certainly they don't support the same political ideals. And uh, so it came, became very clear to me that either the West was going to have to separate, or we were going to have to force through meaningful constitutional change to the way in which we're governed. And that was really brought home as well by two pieces of legislation that I would argue should have never been passed into law, certainly wouldn't have if we would have had a credible upper chamber, uh, Senate of Canada, that protects the regional interests of the country. You're talking about C-48 and 69? Exactly. Uh, The so-called tanker ban legislation, C-48, and the No New Pipelines Act, it even adds greater bureaucracy to an already cumbersome uh, process of trying to uh, um, permit um, yeah. infrastructure. Right. Jay, Jay, let me ask you this. Um, do you believe, are you the Western version of the Bloc Québécois? Is that a loose um, descriptor that would fit? Well, we are and we aren't. I mean, I have never heard the Bloc Québécois talk about making some fundamental changes to uh, to the constitution. No, they want the out, they want out of they want uh, out so of they they have just uh, basically been on the the track. That's what they say, if I can call it that, of of independence for Quebec. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yes, um, we would hope that uh, we could elect some maverick members of parliament. Obviously, we're not seeking to be government because we're only going to run in at the most a third of the ridings in the country uh, in western and northern Canada. So uh, we have no aspirations like the other national parties. And that really d- gives us our strength, Roy, because we do not have to try to appeal to people in downtown Toronto or Montreal or Ottawa. Uh, we don't need to water down our policies. We would act much like the Bloc does. If it's good for Quebec, they vote for it. We are Maverick MPs. If it was good for the West, they would vote for it. So how do you, how do you, Jay? How do you, um, how do you get to the uh, the Western Canadian voter? How do you get the Western Canadian voter to vote for the Maverick Party? You know, you you saw Maxime Bernier and the People's Party of Canada. They gave it a shot in 2019. They'll probably do it again if uh, if we have an election in the spring. But how do you make it, how do you turn the party into a sufficiently credible vehicle that you actually have people in, these are true words, in significant numbers vote for you? Well, I would say you have to present it in a certain fashion. I mean, what we will be running on is is uh, we will run against a system that doesn't work, and no one knows that better than someone that has been there for 17 years as a Western member of Parliament and, as you said, worked their way up to eventually sit in Cabinet at, at the big table, so, so mm-hmm. uh, as it's so often you. called, yeah. uh, and uh, you know, be at the right hand of the, the Prime Minister of the day. And that was me. And uh, so I tell people quite openly, Roy, that I'm a slow learner, but at least I learned that the system is stacked against Western Canada. And until we can either change the system or opt out, uh, the West will continue to be treated unfairly by Central Canada. Do you, uh, you were very, again, you were very active within uh, political circles, Reform, Canadian Alliance, Conservative Party of Canada, a significant member of the cabinet in Stephen Harper's government. Have you had any correspondence, any conversation with Mr. Harper? Does he have any uh, level of support for what you're doing with Maverick? Do you know? 
No, I have not talked to Stephen um, in the last several years, and I've never talked to him about this subject, certainly not in the last year since I've become a reluctant uh, Western uh, supporter of Western independence. I find that interesting, a reluctant supporter. So you're, you're hoping that, uh, the, that the amendments, constitutional amendments, will be adopted. I, I, heard, I have received a, an email from a listener. I have it here somewhere. Um, she, she sent me this, uh, this email. Recently, I emailed MPs and senators with the Maverick Party's constitutional amendments. They recently published something I thought was important enough to send on. They're advocating for fairness for Western Canadians and the new twin-track approach published here. And then she outlines, gives me a link to what you um, suggest. One senator, Larry Campbell, maybe took exception to the elected Senate. She wrote, I was responded to by a Western senator with the following, thank you for the humor today. It was welcome. Then the listener continues, when I questioned him, Larry Campbell, on his response, I got this back. If you get real, you might think differently. Luckily, you're a small minority of Western Canadians who feel so aggrieved. Like Trump, you live in your own little self-centered world. At least your quest will give you something to do. uh, That's a bit dismissive, isn't it? Well, it's very dismissive. And, um, you know, it, it really does strike to the heart of the problem, Roy, in that Senator Larry Campbell, who ironically is from Vancouver, and not too ironically he was appointed as a liberal senator, um, you know, that he would dismiss uh, the very real concerns and aspirations of Westerners, uh, you know, by trying to make a joke of something so substantive as changes to our nation's constitution. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it really does point to the problem, and that is this archaic system of government, especially uh, the Senate of Canada, you know, that is appointed by the, the prime ministers of the day that do not have the credibility to be effective and certainly don't safeguard the interests of the less populous regions of the country. Yeah. As Jay, I have, about, I have about a minute and a half left here. Yeah. Um, realistically, what would you be hoping for if there is an election in the spring and you run candidates uh, from Manitoba on to British Columbia, and as many writings as you can or, as you can set up. Realistically, what would you be hoping for? Well, realistically, I would say a handful of members of Parliament, very similar to what the Bloc Québécois does out of Quebec traditionally. I mean, they ebb and flow and have since uh, they uh, came into existence back mm-hmm. in the 80s. Um, but I would hope that we would be able to organize and run candidates, uh, as they say, in the very strong conservative ridings, where even if you split the conservative vote in half, you're not going to elect a liberal or an NDP. So you take that vote-splitting fear right off the table. We would run in the strong conservative ridings, and I would hope okay. that, given a choice, that uh, uh, people in Western Canada will elect some mavericks and send them to Ottawa and see what they can do for them. What's the, uh, what's the website? It is www.maverickparty.ca, so pretty okay. easy to find. Maverickparty.ca. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.